Well, hello, it's Darren Clarkson Podcast. For those of you that subscribe, you know, you're probably filled with excitement, maybe a little bit of dread about this Yorkshire bloke rattling on about mumbo-jumbo. But for me, yeah, I always get a bit excited talking into the ether, because I'm never quite sure if people are listening or not. Now, today, I thought, while I'm sat in my garden, in the glorious sunshine, in Yorkshire, and by Yorkshire sunshine, I mean there's that wet stuff falling out of the sky, and the ground's all saturated. But, you know, I've, I've got a cup of tea on the go. My birds are singing in my trees. I say my birds, they're not my birds, are they? There's sort of just birds, and the But they're in my garden, so I've got birds in my garden. Cup of tea on the go, you know. Life's alright. I've got a bit of a random mic, but that's pretty standard, isn't it, for me? So, what we're talking about today, you will know the drill. It's a whitewater podcast, and sometimes I write a lot about trips of old. But this time, I'm going to give a boat review. Now, some of you will have seen on Facebook that I actually panelled a modern design the other day, which is pretty freaky because I've spent ages and ages and ages rattling on about how people don't need new boats. And, like, obviously, have a new boat if you want, but you can buy used, you can buy abused, you can buy all that other stuff. And I've got a massive selection of uh, retro boats that I love, namely the Eskimo top boat. And uh, my boat of choice for 99% of the rivers I do is my Letman Bullet. Last weekend, five days ago, four days ago, something like that, not not long ago at all, really, I drove to the river, drove to the train, and I got all excited on the drive, <laughs> and, uh, for no real reason, because it was a river I paddled for 30-odd years, you know, like, no to get excited about paddling that river, ultimately, you know, like, I paddled it a lot, when I lived close, I paddled it more than I should have done, really. You know, I can make pretty much every idea I've always ever made and surf every wave that I've always ever surfed, and life's good. But I was excited, and I was really excited, because I was paddling the new Liquid Logic RMX. Uh, what was it? came out last year, didn't it? Back end of last year, last summer, maybe. And uh, I had it on a demo, because uh, I'd been chatting with the uh, Liquid Logic guys, with Shane and some friends of mine over in the US that paddle it. And I thought, I'm going to give this boat a bit of a whirl. Now... I've paddled, I have paddled a lot of modern boats. I've paddled the Piranha Scorch X. Not the normal Scorch, but the Scorch X, the Scorch 10. I've paddled the OG, I've paddled, you know, the Steez and boats like that. I've paddled a few Letman boats, I've paddled the Dragorosses. <coughs> Excuse me, a bit of a cough. But I've never paddled this new sort of era of Liquid Logics. And I got excited driving to the, because it was like nearly 20 years ago that I paddled my first Liquid Logic boat, which was a Gus. And the Liquid Logic Gus, uh, which I took to Pakistan and subsequently left in Nepal, is still being used in Nepal. I had a Liquid Logic Gus in the UK for a long time. I had a Liquid Logic Gus in Alaska and British Columbia. It's about a Liquid Logic Gus I've used in India. It's The Gus was probably my favourite boat of all time in that generation. So there's like three boats that always make my top three boat list, always. You know, and the Gus is always there in the top three. The Piranha Everest is always there in the top three. And the Perception Fat, which I loved, has been relegated now and the bullets in there. But those those are like my top three boats of all time. Yes, I know some of you are going to go, but what about your topo? What about your topo? Yeah, my topo's in there, but we don't have to grade the topo, do we? Because, you know, the topo's a topo and it's in a class of its own. We don't have to stick it against other boats. So that sort of just sits in the ether, does the topo, for a thousand reasons. But anyway, 
I've uh, I've gone off kilter here. Let's talk about this RMX. It's massive. I paddled the large, the 96, and some people were saying, Daz, you ain't that fat, mate. And I am. You know, a big lad. Like, But you ain't that fat. All that jogging you're doing, you know, you've slimmed down a bit. And, you know, yeah, okay, my waist is not as big as it was. And, I mean, you know, my me, me gut's still as big as it needs to be because I eat a lot of donuts, to be honest, and I uh, have a lot of Greg's breakfasts. But I decided to just go straight for the big one. Even though on the weight spec, I could probably get away with the medium. But I went straight for the big RMX. Oh, massive. Expecting it to just be like a pair of clown shoes. How surprised was I that it don't paddle like that? It don't paddle like you're rattling around in a massive boat. No, I never thought I needed a nine-foot boat. And I've pushed away from the nine-foot boat for years. Like, don't really want one. Don't need one. Don't, don't see the need for one. None of that stuff. Didn't like the five in my gut. You know, I had a royal flush nine-foot boat. Got rid of that pretty quick. Too big for me, too fast for me. Didn't like it. Getting this RMX and I'm thinking, oh, don't need, no, this boat's going to be massive, it's way too long. You know, it's just a big volume boat. Rails are going to be massively out of the water. You know, not going to work. What happens? Five, ten minutes in the boat. Beautiful boat. I'm in love. Five, ten minutes in, I'm in love. No way. You know, the parting line on that boat is really low. So the rails engage super super early and the stern rail oh man when you come out of those ferries or off that sort of carve that carving chark you know it just grabs and you know it's like you're on rollerblades and i love it i absolutely love it loads of volume in the top deck so you know really comfy never gonna stand squirt that thing it's massive isn't it loads of space for your butties and your fur lines and your spare paddles and your flasks and your sleeping bags and your tents and whatever else you're taking on mullet day trips but this boat does not paddle like a big big boat it just didn't it paddled like a boat like an eight foot boat and then you look at it and you're like look at the size of that rocker on it of course it paddles like an eight foot boat like it's not even got it's not a ten foot boat in the water is it it's like just got loads of rocker on it super sexy back deck layout you know super sexy lines on it but what got me was the fact that it doesn't paddle like a 10-foot boat. And I've been, like I say, adamant that I did not need a 10-foot boat. Like, I don't need a 9-foot boat. Definitely don't need a 10-foot boat. While I really like the Scotch X, I think the Scotch X have got a really good niche. Uh, don't fit in your van, though. I mean, that's one of the issues with it. And uh, this RMX ain't going to fit in the van. Not that I've got a van. I've got a little city car. And uh, sticking the RMX on top of my little city car is going to, in a strong wind, I'll have to uh, watch myself when I might blow away and drive down the road. But that boat lit a fire in my belly. And I've just mentioned it previously. It's not often that boats do that, that light a fire in my gut. And make me want to go boating more, make me want to paddle harder, make me want to charge, make me want to have smiles with friends. You know? But the Amex did that. And I didn't even demo the medium. I was like, I don't need to. This boat's fine. And that would be my, you know, up there, I think, with the boat that it's going to jostle for position in my top three over the years. I mean, I don't know, because I've just paddled it, you know, for half a day. But jumping in a boat for half a day that you can throw around, that you've got comfort in, that you can surf, that you can flat spin, that you can generally have a jolly good bit of banter in, but feel safe and secure in, 
is a great boat. I mean, I'm knocking on the door of 50 uh, in a couple of years, and I want a boat that looks after me. You know, my back's not as strong as it was. You know, and I just need a boat that's got a bit of comfort. And the RMX has definitely got to be on your list. Now, this is not a paid promotion, right? It's just not. Like, I. this is not even, like, a, any of that stuff. This is me paddling a boat because I listen to some hype from some friends in the States that are also probably donut eaters and probably massive, massive volume. And I was like, you know what? I am going to give it a bit of a bit of a go. Really enjoyed it. Really, really enjoyed it. Right. Second boat of the day. Sweet ride. Jumped in the sweet ride. Half slice. Ooh, half slice, you know. Half slice dead trendy. Dead cool. Right. In my head, I really wanted to the sweet ride to win over the sweet ride Narmex. And it just didn't. Like, it's a half slice. It does exactly what you expect a half slice to do. Like, you know, it's got that sporty back rail. It's got that low volume back deck. It's got that zippiness, you know, for a boat that's not an RMX, you know. It flies about really, really good. One boat for your quiver boat, you know. Like, it's just brilliant. You will, I think, hurt yourself if you paddle stuff steep, not deep in it. Just because of that back deck, it's like paddling steep, not deep in a ripper you know, or a nymph, or even like, uh, I think of those other really slicey back end boats. Not the Ninja, the Ninja's got a bit, the new Ninja actually, the new set Ninja's got a bit less volume in the back end, but the Mark one's got a bit more, a bit more oomph. And I just think like, having that as a, as a one boat, it's going to limit you when you want to go super, super deep, uh, super, super steep rather than not deep. Especially if you're UK paddling. It's going to be a little bit too spicy for a lot of people. You know, or maybe people like myself that, you know, when knocking on an age and backs are not strong and stuff like that. But it is a really good boat if that's what you want. You know, if you want that sporty back end, if you want that speed of a longer boat, because it's not the hot whip, the hot whip's a little bit shorter, eight foot, then it's going to be a great boat. It's a sweet ride. Would it be my boat a choice over the RMX? No, the RMX is going to win. And the MX is going to win for that reason that it's got that sort of, I'm going to look after you feel. You know, it's got that sort of comfort and the leg position was just a bit nicer in it and all that stuff. Yes, I'm not going to be able to zip around as quick as I would in a sweet ride. But, you know, I'm not really bothered about that. You know, yes, I can't stand it with the Stand up a sweet ride on any line with a bit of oomph, you know. But again, with my back coat with that, probably not at my edge, you know. But that's okay. Two new boats by Liquid Logic there, demoed both of them. RMX, awesome boat. Uh, looking forward to paddling it a lot more. Sweet ride. Would I t- If I was going to Nepal, or big volume, and I was taking one boat, would I take that sweet ride over RMX? Depending. If I was going on rough support trips, maybe. Uh, if I was just basically self-supporting everywhere, I'd probably take an RMX. But I'm not saying the Sweet Ride is a bad boat, it's really not. It's a really, really good boat, but it's really not a one boat for your quiver. And I wish it was, but it's just not for me. might be for you, because you might not run steep, not deep. You know, you might not be taking it on multi days. It is going to paddle Class 5, right? It's, it is. It's going to paddle Gorilla in the States. going to do all that stuff, but not for a big chunk of paddlers. Big chunk of paddlers are going to fall over that back rail and that low stern. It's not as squirty on the back as some boats. Like, it's definitely not as squirty on the back as the Nymph. You know, it's just not. Uh, so it does look after you a lot more. 
but you have got to be a lot more sportif when you paddle it. You can't really sort of sat on the back seat and uh, lazy strokes, you know, it won't like it. You've got to be really proactive in it. Again, which is not a bad thing. It's a really good thing, actually. Uh, if I went to the Ganga, if I went, I'm going to the Ganga in October, November. Anybody wants to come, give me a holler. But so I'm, yeah, I'm going over to the Ganga. Will I take a sweet ride to the Ganga? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I might take a sweet ride over the Ganga. Because I don't, I'm not doing massive multi-days there. I might do a couple of overnights on the Calisado or something. But uh, I'm not planning on big volume class 5 multi-day, you know. So taking a sweet ride would work perfectly well, you know. It'll do everything that I need it to do, you know, out there. Because it's not steep. You know, it's got big volume. It's got some fun eddy lines. got some nice waves to surf and all that sizzle. You can see how excited I'm kited by these new liquid logic ones. And this is, like I say, I'm going to say it again, not a paid promotion, really, you know, at all. Yeah, I've got friends at Liquid Logic. I've got friends at Pearl, I've got friends at Lover's Shop. You know? But really, really enjoy this new batch of Liquid Logics. And I think it's because this RMX didn't remind me of the Vmix, which I, while I paddled the Vmix a lot, hear that train going past? Right, the, the RMX didn't remind me of the remix and i probably remix a lot you know i've done first descents in the remix in india and stuff but the imax reminded me of the gus a lot more than the remix and when i first paddled the gus i thought it was massive and i was coming from the necky blunt <coughs> excuse me and i thought the gus was massive and it was but the gus looked after me in some big water you know over and this is sitting there and turned back on the alsec and Zanskars and all that stuff, you know. But that boat really looked after me. And if the RMX looks after me half as well as the Gus looks after me, I'm going to be a happy man for years to come. Okay. Like I say, not a paid promotion. Dead honest about it, yeah? It's negatives. It's heavy. It's really heavy. Because, I'm, you know, especially when I'm used to paddling my bullet, my bullet's 16kg. There's a couple, fair few kg added to a added to the RMX. Of course it is, it's a bigger boat, a lot more plastic, a lot more dead dinosaurs in it. You know? Also, as I always say to people, you don't need to have a new boat. You've probably got a boat that works perfectly well now. There's probably got loads of life left in it. Okay? You could probably buy used off your mates. You know? Check the history of the boat, you know? Make sure it's not got any cheeky welds. Just, you know, make conscious choices about your boats. Right, I'm paddling boats that are, I've, one of my topos is like early 90s, I'm sure, if not late 80s. Uh, but, you know, make conscious, conscious choices, you know. Make safe choices as well. I understand that people like to be on trend and it's fashionable and this, that and the other. But will it really improve your paddling? To back to have the latest boat, this season's boat, last season's boat, season before, but will it really improve your paddling that much? Or are you just buying that boat because you've got the cash and you want to treat yourself? <coughs> Excuse me, but it's not really about the boat, is it? You might be better off putting that money into coaching or trips or all like that. But I'm not here to tell you how to spend your cash. Spend it how you like. You know? Am I going to be uh, spending my cash on an MX? Yeah, probably at one point I will. Hi. Look forward to paddling it more and more. <coughs> right. I'm going to tool off now because that's a quarter of an hour boat review. You don't get that with a weird deer.
Yeah, he goes loads of pictures and trendy music. But yeah, Wade Harrison, he loves this malarkey. Get him, get on a, on YouTube and watch him. Like I say, there are some quirks. There's quirks with all boats, you know. But you know, if you like a big boat, look after you. Lyrics is the is the kiddie. Look, I've heard loads of people talk, say you should downsize. Like I say, I said this at the start. I didn't find that. I went true to size. I have never ever paddled a medium boat in my life. I've always gone large, and uh, XL if I could, you know. Uh, it's no different in this case. It's just massive. That's all. Now let's talk about other shizzle. Other shizzle that happens uh, when you get older in your boat. Didn't think I was getting older. Thought I was still 21 and could bounce quite a lot. Until last year, actually, when I was paddling the tees. And I think I might have even done a podcast on it. And uh, paddling dogleg on the tees. And my back went. And I had to get out and stretch my back. My back just uh, spasmed on dogleg. And I couldn't paddle it. I had to head out halfway down and climb out. And uh, never experienced it before. It's never happened again. But look after your body's kids, you know. Like, I didn't look after my body when I was young, you know. I'd throw myself off waterfalls and land on rock and break ribs and chip elbows and all that stuff. And it was just part of the ride. But as I've got older, it's not part of the ride no more. It really isn't. Now it's about banter and sleeping in ditches still and cooking Maggie noodle ramen bombs. <laughs> but... Like I say, look after your bodies, youngsters. And uh, I see what you're doing, because I've been there. And uh, don't get to my age and think, oof, my back hurts, because you didn't look after it when you were younger. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm on a Zimmer frame and looking to go into a care home, yeah? I hope I've got, you know, another few decades of boating to do. You know, but I'm no longer... In a, a place where I want to land on rock, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just don't want to anymore, and uh, I don't want to come off waterfalls, you know, and chip elbows and stuff like that, or have elbow pads and that. But people do, and that's fine. But look after your bodies. I sound like a right naggy old man now, don't I? And I ain't that old, you know, I'm not that old at all. But look after yourself. Look forward to seeing you guys on the water. If you see me paddling on the water and you want to. And I have got round to buying this RMX, because I'm sure I am going to buy it, and it'll come, and it'll be lovely, and all that. So if I am, and you want to paddle a bit, come and grab me. If you want to take the mickey and say, why are you paddling a modern boat, what's up with you? Please do that as well, you know. Uh, but I'm not saying you should paddle a modern boat, I'm really not. And, uh, you know, I'm quite. I'm actually quite looking forward to paddling a Gus again, which is 20 years old. Uh, I think I, I lost my seatbelts uh, out of my Gus on a river in Pakistan. Ended up fixing it with a Toyota Carburetor bolt out of a car, out of a cab, and uh, I'm pretty sure that bolt was in there. And, well, so it's just still in there now, to be honest. Uh, anyway, I, I uh, go off at a tangent. Have a cracking day, everyone. Get out and boat if you can. This were sky's clearing up now. My birds are all happy. But uh, I'm going to tootle off. And thanks for listening. Any questions? Any comments? You know the score. Till that.